The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. How would you like to live with no financial stress? Best-selling author and pastor Robert Morris takes us from the blessed life to beyond blessed. Here's what we've seen, though. We have a stewardship department at Gateway Church that helps people financially and helps them get their finances in order according to scriptural principles. We've seen God bless them supernaturally. It's not just when they get on a budget that the numbers add up, but God supernaturally blesses. for the Lord, your love for Pastor Robert Morris, who pastors uh, really a church that's in the entire Dallas-Fort Worth area and wonderful uh, satellite outreaches and uh, the main campus is uh, in South Lake and we are just privileged to be a part of the church. And uh, I'm, I'm reading, Robert, here on the new book, uh, Beyond Blessed. I'm not meaning to ignore you over here. I'm looking <laughs> at what, you know, uh, Robert Morris has helped countless people, myself included come to a better awareness of God's principles of generosity. His new book continues that teaching, What a Welcome Work, Max Lucado. Mm -hmm. You've blessed Max. And then here's this other fellow that says, and beyond blessed, Robert reveals how being a manager of your money leads to financial freedom. Through biblical principles, personal stories, and incredible testimonies, you'll learn what the Bible says about why it's important to be a good steward. John Maxwell, on and on. And here's Craig Groeschel. Craig, what a blessing you are you and your wife, your family, just thank you for the inspiration you are. David Green, the founder of Hobby Lobby. David, my goodness, what an inspiration you are to all of us. Okay, so this is a new book. You've written many that are great. You've talked about blessed life being born right here on Life Today, so that means all the viewers of Life Today praying and supporting the outreach actually helped you when you began birthing not only the series, but your pastoral leadership. So this is what prayer does. This is what support does. Now, you're talking here about stewardship and oversight and responsibility. That's not supposed to be a weighty term, is it? Isn't that supposed to be maybe a bright reality? Well, it's actually uh, brings more peace and more joy to us than probably just about anything we can talk about. And I mean that with all of my heart because people are so weighed down with financial stress. You know, I really believe God gave me the, the title that this can eliminate all financial stress. Just simply think about if, if all Christians had no financial stress. It's a leading no. contributor, Robert, to suicide. It, it, and it is a real big contributor to divorce. It, to huge. say nothing of how it contributes to outright misery, it's just huge. like you're saying. It's, it's huge. It's and terrible. then it also affects our children. Oh, mm -hmm. Because no we even say things like, you know, if we had more money, we could do something like that family. And we teach our children then money is the answer mm -hmm. instead of Christ is the answer. And so it affects everything we do. Jesus himself said, where your treasure is, there your heart will 
be. So it affects our heart. It affects our physical condition. It affects our emotional outlook. Um, I, I, I'm so excited about this book. I think this is probably the most, this is the most important book that I've written so far. This is number 16. Yep. And the first book was The Blessed Life, <laughs> which God has used all over the world to my surprise and my amazement. <laughs> Started right here on, on Life Today. And uh, so I, I, this is the companion book. You just can't read just The Blessed Life without reading Beyond Blessed because it takes both to have a truly blessed life. Do you know that the greater the blessing and the greater the prosperity, the greater the test it is for the people who are being blessed and prosperous? Yeah. Prosperity has done more damage to people than persecution because we don't handle it well. Yeah. And the more prosperous and blessed we are, the more fruitful our fields are oftentimes, the more money we have access to, the more poorly we manage it, and the more those blessings become idols or terrible distractions that can actually lead to destruction of many precious things in our lives. So if we don't get this, uh, Robert, <laughs> you know, giving, and, and it's like if our, our, our national income goes up, things that, that's when the tests get greater because that gives you access to more idols, more things to pursue, to let your heart go after, to get you away from the things that matter. So I'm not sure that this may be even far more important than starting the blessing cycle if people get how to manage. If they manage little, they're better off than people who have a lot and can't manage it because those people who have a lot are miserable. I can show you as much misery in large houses in beautiful subdivisions, more misery per square foot than you'll see in the huts in Africa yeah. because yeah. they don't have any life. They yeah. got a lot of stuff and yeah. the stuff's got them. This is, in my opinion, Pastor, it may be as important as anything you'll ever share. Yeah, I agree with that. And if they manage little well, this is according to Jesus, yep. then he will give them more. He said so. He will. I mean, that's just normal. He, he wasn't happy with somebody that mismanaged little. That's exactly He right. actually called him wicked. Those are yeah. pretty tough terms. He yeah. called him a wicked yeah. servant. And now, that's actually, Jesus talking. He actually took from him he did. and gave to the guy that managed more well, and it wasn't that he had more, it was that he managed better. That's good. So it is so important to manage what God gives us. It brings a contentment, it brings a peace, it brings a joy. You sleep better at night. Just think well, it, about it affects our spiritual walk. Yeah. You know, you mentioned in an earlier show about being a channel. And I just kept thinking about that. If if God God entrusts us with what what we have, you know, if we can then trust God to do with it what He wants to do with it. We can let that channel flow. And when that channel's flowing, I know just from personal experience, when I've done something to bless someone else, mm -hmm. it brings such an enlightenment in my own heart and takes a weight off of me. Yeah. So if we can, you can't separate the spiritual effect from the physical effect of what, yeah. what this can do. You, you know, God, God wired us for hope. He mm -hmm. wired us for hope. And, and we quote the scripture, hope defer, deferred makes the heart sick, but we forget the rest of it. But when it is full grown, it hope, when hope is fulfilled, it brings a well of life. Wow. Think about even wells of life mm -hmm. that you're drilling, but it brings a well of life. So it just continues and can, continues. It doesn't even say it brings a well of finances, even though God does bless us financially. It's a well of life. 
in our marriage, in our family, with our children, with our grandchildren, with our job, with our neighborhood, with everything, it brings a well of life when hope is fulfilled. Now, here's the problem, though, in our society is that with credit cards and debt, we actually just circumvent the whole process of hope. Mm-hmm. We have no delayed gratification. In essence, if we want something, we just go down to the store, put our credit card down, and get it. Now, not only we do, do we have that, but we have payments now, you know, and we have a greater debt, we have greater stress, so we don't even enjoy what we bought. If you and I can live to inspire some people to do well, let me just ask you this, Betty. You've watched our life together. You watched Robert. You look at our three children. One of them is watching from heaven. We've got 11 grandchildren. Now we have four great-grandchildren. How many grandchildren do you have? Nine. Nine grandchildren. <laughs> oh, boy, rapid. <laughs> Fruitful and multiplied. Like rabbits. Here, here's, here's the deal. Let, let me just say this to you. we got three kids and their spouses. We've got now eight grandchildren who have spouses, and the others, I'm sure, will have spouses, but they're patiently waiting. We have these grandbabies, and here's the glory of it. Robert's family loves God. They, they don't have an issue with money. They never thought money did something for them. I know his kids. I know the family. They don't think money is the big deal in life. Our children don't think that. They didn't grow up thinking money is a big deal. They grew up, our son said this to your pastors, all the young pastors, Betty and I spent hours with them, just loving them. Let me just say this, they were beautiful. (laughs) They were beautiful couples. They were a beautiful expression of the life of God, but we just poured out life on them. And then they wanted to know something about legacy. And what's the legacy? I said, well, Randy's sitting there by Betty. I said, well, okay, Randy, what do you want to do? You want your legacy? You want us to give money for you and the kids? (laughs) It's not bad, you know. And all of a sudden, Randy just looked out at all these pastors. And he said, the legacy that we have is Christ. Christ is our legacy. Christ is the legacy of the grandchildren. Christ is the legacy of our children. That is the legacy that responsible living does where God is in control of you and you're giving godly oversight as a steward to everything he entrusted to our watch care. That's That's everything on his planet. This planet is the garden of Eden to God. This planet is the garden we oversee. Does that make sense? It does. Will that preach? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) And and God gave us stewardship over the earth. And when we steward it well, he gives us more to steward. And when you talk about it affecting our children, we talked in another show about Elaine, my daughter, that gave us some... Challenges. Challenges. (laughs) Uh, That's a great word for it. And, uh, but, but when God, now she's on the right path. She just spoke at a women's conference. Mm. She's just fantastic, doing great. Great mother. But let me tell you a story about this. She, I shared with the church one time uh, about a man in our church that gives $100 bills away. Now, I'm that man. <laughs> uh, but I didn't want to say it yeah. was me, yeah. and I am a man, and I am in our church. So I was telling the church, okay. <laughs> but there was a, a, a lady, a single mom in our church that decided to tithe. She made $1,000, so she was going to write the check for 100 and the Lord spoke to her and said, add $20. And she thought, well, Lord, I just, I'm going to do 100 He said, yeah, but I want you to give an offering and trust me. So she wrote it for 120 She's walking out to her car, and this man in our church that gives $100 bills, the Lord said, go give her a $100 bill. 
So the man walked up to her, <laughs> but when he looked at his wallet, there was a 20 right beside it. And the Lord said, wow. give her the 20 also. <laughs> and, uh, and the man said, being me, said, um, uh, Lord, I don't give 20s, I give hundreds. <laughs> and the Lord said, no, you obey. That's what you do, because this is my money. That's what stewardship is about. So the man gave her the 120, but think about what a coincidence, but that's not the other story. So we get home, and Elaine uh, was there, and she said, Daddy, can I talk to you? And we went in my office, and she said, you're the man, aren't you? (laughs) You're the man. And I said, why do you say that? And she said, because when you told that story, I was flooded with memories of you going to a waitress and shaking her hand and witnessing to her, but I could see the $100 bill Mm. in your hand. And you talking to the guy on the side of the road with the sign, and you giving, as she said, I saw all these $100 bills. I'd never seen it growing up, but God reminded me. And I said, yeah, I'm the man. And my daughter, who was away from the Lord for two years, with tears in her eyes, said, Daddy, I want to be like you. Wow. I want to be like you. That is beyond blessed. Mm-hmm. That's the blessed That's life, absolutely. not just that I could be generous, but that I, that I would see that all of my resources belong to God, and I give them when God tells me to. I want to, I want to pray right now. Listen to me. I know that there are a lot of parents and grandparents that just this minute, he said, boy, I wish that would happen to my child. My son, my daughter, maybe young, maybe grown, or my grandchild. Well, we just want to be in agreement with you for it. But here's what I do want you to hear. They need the grandchild, the child, glimpses of that glory in somebody. Now, if they haven't been able to see it in you, one of the best ways to show it to them is to go and let them know that you know they didn't see it, but you want them to. And you're asking God for His glory and His grace to come on you. That's a good way to start. The other way is if they've seen it, but you just want it fulfilled, I'm going to join with you. Robert and Debbie in this studio praying right now that God will bring your child or grandchild, your loved one, to that place God brought Lane. Father, I pray that right now for everyone that's watching and somebody in their family, very precious to them. They want to be able to give a testimony like Robert did. They want to be like that. Lord, we want them to be able to say, I want to be like Jesus. Lord, I want to be. And Lord, I want people to see you. You're so wonderful. Let us all together desire that and let us see it happen. Now you just change these children that we're praying for in Jesus' name. Robert, I want to pray that God takes this book and not only leads all those who read it, but leads you in an even greater journey than you've ever been on. I think you wanted to close with a a story that is part of what you share in the book, the impact of it. Well, in The Blessed Life, I shared all these testimonies 
true testimonies that when we give, God, who's a wonderful, benevolent Father, rewards us when we give with the right heart. Here's what we've seen, though. We have a stewardship department at Gateway Church that helps people financially and helps them get their finances in order according to scriptural principles. We've seen God bless them supernaturally, just like the person who made the commitment to the building fund or, or to life outreach and made a large gift or something right. in the same way. So I want them to know that it's not just when they get on a budget that the numbers add up, but God supernaturally blesses. So there's a widow in our church came to my son because he does financial counseling for people and she couldn't hardly make ends meet. And he began to teach her these financial principles in this book. He helped me write this book. James. And he, James. Mm -hmm. And he taught her. She started doing it. One of the things she cut out of her budget for that year was buying gifts for the grandchildren. Now, that sounds bad at first, but James suggested, why don't you make them? She made each one a oh, gift wow. <laughs> and had a prophetic prayer and to this day, they say that's the best gift they ever got from the grandmother. They don't even remember the other gifts. Isn't that great? That's the gift. Isn't that great? Okay. But when she's put her, set her heart to get on a budget, she had a reverse mortgage on her home that was her income. And the guy, they called her one day and said, we've reassessed the value of your house and we want to send you $30,000 more. <laughs> and so she told James, and James thought, maybe this is a scam for the elderly, you know? <laughs> and so he called the guy, and the guy said, well, because you're a pastor, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a Christian. The owner of our company is a Christian. He had a dream a few nights ago, and God spoke to him to do this. I've been working this company 30 years. He's never done this. And she got a check for $30,000. So, I want people to know that God will supernaturally bless you when you say, I want to manage your resources yeah, well. Great. Amen. Don't you appreciate what Robert shared? Would you just say a great thank you? He's been with us all week. It's just wonderful. And we'll gladly send you the book. You can go online. You can go to the bookstores. You might want to run buy one for a neighbor or a friend or order a couple. But let me tell you what we'll do. We'll send you one as a gift. If you'll do this, if you'll give a cup of water to someone who needs clean water, we drill water wells twice a year. We go into an emphasis on drilling wells. We've started early this year because we want to start the new year with people giving because of the joy of giving. God, our Father, is a giver who gave his best for us, continually gives us life and blessings and oversight. So we're asking you to give to help us drill hundreds of water wells this year. They're $4,800 each. Many people say, I always want to drill at least one a year. I'll make that a go. Well, many can't. But I'm going to tell you, most of the wells are drilled by people giving $48. And enough of them give, we get a well. $48 will actually give 10 people water the rest of their life. That's how simple it is and how real it is. So I want you to watch and listen to one of our best friends who's got a mission heart, very talented, beautiful, beautiful witness for Christ and singer. Listen to Tammy Trent. And I want you to look at the little boy she's standing by. I want you to look at what he's drinking. And here's the deal. You, listen to it, you could give his village a water well. You could be their miracle or at least you could be a part of it. 
you could help Grillo well. We're going to drill many with your help. Watch closely. I'm here in Burundi, Africa, walking along this little stream here. This water is filthy. It, I mean, you can, you can look at it and see, it's so dirty. Now imagine that being your only source of water. Imagine this being your baby. Imagine him drinking this water every single day. I don't even know if I would call this water. It's filthy, it's so dirty. It's filled with contamination. And I know that he's in the condition he's in because he's been drinking this water. And you know that statistics say that they are at most risk between the age of one to five. So this little guy right now, I can tell you is not doing well. And I fear that if he continues to drink this water, he probably won't make it. When you witness a child drinking water like this around the world, it's not a question of, um, I think they'll be okay. I think they're quenching their thirst. Um, it's really a matter of whether or not they're gonna live or die. And that is, um, it's just too much of a burden that he should never have to carry. And I know that I want to live a life that produces life. I want to make decisions that are life-giving. I don't want him to ever have to drink this water again or his children. Tammy, I know you watch life today. Thank you, beautiful lady, precious missionary friend, gifted musician. I love that little boy who was standing by you. I was sad to see the little goats come down to drink that dirty water. I would. I'd want to give him some clean water. That little guy, I love him. I, I was wishing I could walk up right there and pick that little guy up with his little arms hanging down, his little shirt, and little bloated tummy. That little bloated tummy so often means that there's something really bad going on in his little body. I'd like to pick him up. He was looking out, maybe looking out wondering, who are you talking to? Because he could tell she was talking to somebody. He was talking to you. He was talking to me. He didn't understand what she was saying. He had to wonder what she was saying. You heard what she was saying. Do you hear what God is saying? If you just notice the least of these and you'd reach out and clothe them, wouldn't you like to give him a nice shirt? If you'd just give him a drink of water, he did it to me. I want to ask you if you wouldn't like to just get your arms in some way, the arms of God around that little guy. See, I got to pick them up all over the world, all the different third world countries and the forgotten countries and just hold little kids. The favorite picture, and I've had my picture taking a lot of famous people, my favorite pictures hanging up out here. It's little Rwandan orphans that wouldn't go around any adult because they were so frightened because their parents were killed. 
and they crawled out from under the dead bodies of their parents, afraid of everybody. And I went and sat down where the death occurred and these little children started coming and getting in my lap, started touching my face, my arms. I believe that's how Jesus wants us to draw people. So what I'm asking you to do right now, I'm asking you to put the arms of God around that little boy and give him not just a cup of water, but a well of water. I'm asking you to help us drill a well right there in that village. Give that village hope. I want you to go online or dial that number that's a prayer line for any time your heart's broken. And I want you to help drill a well. They cost $4,800. $48 will give 10 people water the rest of their life. There's a level at which you can come in. You can give $2,400 and drill half a well. Pray somebody joins you. Got a well. But whatever you can do, I'm asking you to give toward giving that little guy and those people in his village fresh, clean water. We're going to send Robert's book, Beyond Blessed, just to say thank you. And he's going to carry you into a blessed life and stewardship, I believe, that's not only going to bless you, it's going to bless a lot of folks. Would you right now go online or dial that number and make the gift God put on your heart? If you plan to mail it in and make a check to life, call us and tell us you're putting it in the mail. Thank you so much. Please do it now, right now. Today, a mother living in extreme poverty will do the unthinkable, give her children dirty, disease-filled water that she knows could kill them. With no other choice, what's a mother to do? With your help, clean water is on the way. Mission Water for Life provides a new beginning for thousands of children and their families, a bright future with better health. With your gift today, you can help drill and establish the first 200 water wells of the year. Your gift of $48 will help provide water for 10 people. $72 will provide for 15. $144 will help provide life-giving water for 30 people for a lifetime. And a gift of $4,800 will help sponsor a complete well. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you Beyond Blessed, God's perfect plan for no financial stress. In his new book, Pastor Robert Morris teaches biblical principles to help you reach your financial goals and start experiencing the abundant life without financial stress. We had been in debt for 20 years. We started applying these principles that, that are in Beyond Blessed. We got out of debt in 15 months. We had to learn how to make room, how to let go, how to be content with what we already had mm -hmm. to be able to give. Our lives have been transformed through the principles of handling our money and stewarding it the way God has, has directed us to do. Please call, write, or make your gift online to provide life-giving water to people in need. Well, we just say thanks on behalf of all the people you're blessing, and we're going to send you beyond blessed. I know it'll be a blessing to you. Join Betty and me in just saying another great thank you to Robert Thank you, thank you buddy. Thank you. Tell your friends to watch. Robert will be this next program. Don't miss it.
payment was too big. And so we sold that car and we bought a car for cash, $750. Beyond Blessed, next week. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.